0: Good morning everyone and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning you guys. It's a
0: very good morning because we're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled Love Like Jesus and this is like a 13-day plan. I think we'll do like a few days here, a few days there, and a few days here. Yeah. It's really interesting because it shares the stories and testimonies of other people so I think we'll be deeply impacted about it but Anyways, there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Romans chapter 8, verse 35 through 39. And it says this, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day, we are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us.
1: The devotional says this Loving the broken. I was raised in a broken home. Drugs, alcohol, and physical abuse were common and expected. It didn't take long for me to take on some of the same characteristics that I saw on a daily basis. Before I knew it, I was out drinking late and stealing drugs from my stepdad's stash to sell and often consume. I remember walking home at seven one morning to get ready for school after a night of drinking and drug use. I looked in the mirror, unhappy with the person staring back at me. I had become someone I had despised for so long, someone I promised myself I would never be. It didn't take long for me to justify it and convince myself that this was who I was destined to be. That's all small-town living has to offer, I told myself. What else is there to do? During this same period of time, my grandmother was persistent in inviting me to church— Some weekends I would give in and make sure that I was sober enough or didn't party as hard the night before. As I said before, I lived in a small town. If you've ever lived in one, you know everyone usually knows what you do before you even do it. She was aware of my substance abuse and had been praying God would show me his love and the plans he had for me. They were much more promising and hopeful than I could have ever dreamed or imagined. Home life was getting worse, and the abuse had turned from moderate to extreme. Looking back, it's amazing to see how God orchestrated the timeline of events. My grandmother's love for me and her ability to look past my faults led me to a family who was willing to take me in as their own. They took a chance on a troubled teen. Through their love and acceptance, I was able to see Christ's love for me. It's because of that love I am now a changed man. A man with a wonderful marriage and children who will be raised knowing the love that I once was unaware of. I gained all of this because several people were able to love like Jesus.
0: Yeah, that was so powerful. And something that really stuck out to me in this reading was this idea of like self medication. Mm-hmm. And the first line of this person's testimony was, I was raised in a broken home. Yeah. And you may not have been raised in a broken home or maybe you were raised in a broken home. Mm-hmm. But we all have brokenness inside of us and we are surrounded by brokenness. Mm-hmm. And that brokenness can lead to more brokenness, which leads to more brokenness and then more brokenness. Yeah. I've ex- I've experienced it in my life. I know Tori has in her life. But then what happens is, is, we try to play doctor in our own life. Mm-hmm. We try to self-medicate. Wounds that we don't even know are there. And I mean, it's such an easy example where you just think of like, um, you know, a teenage boy who the father leaves the home. And now he's looking for uh, affirmation or acceptance from older males. So he starts hanging out with 19, 20, 21-year-olds who then invite him into drinking. And so he's now drinking to receive this acceptance by older males that he's desiring. And he's 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 numbing himself from the pain that he deeply feels. That's what yeah. this author had mentioned. Like, I looked in the mirror and I was so unhappy with what I saw. Yeah. Well, if the things you're doing, you thought you were helping, why aren't they actually helping us? Because we're self medication, we're self medicating with the wrong medication. And so I just wanna encourage us all to think about wow, what things in my life am I self medicating that are actually gonna cause problems down the road where I'm gonna look in the mirror one day and not like what I see? The medication becomes the problem. Yes, the medication becomes the problem because because guess what? If it continues down that road, whenever that teenage boy turns 35, 45, he now can become a full-blown alcoholic who struggles with substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And the thing that he thought was helping is actually now the thing that's hurting. Yeah. And so it's really important for us to give ourselves that constant inspection, to be sober-minded, mm-hmm. and to look at ourselves like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I was projecting my loneliness on people by texting this many people or by I needed constant communication with other people. I didn't realize that I, I felt this, so now I'm doing this to try to medicate for it. Mm-hmm. And we all do it in different levels, so it's important for us just to, you know, take that inventory and think to ourselves, hmm, I wonder if I am doing anything that was actually going to create a bad habit later on down the road.
1: Yeah, I love this so much. Um, I also really want to pinpoint that this man's life and his testimony was transformed by, number one, his praying grandmother and two, by people in the church loving him and accepting him into his family before his life transformed. Because I know for me, when my mentor started reaching out to me and started pursuing me, I was still like one foot in and one foot out. One foot, I like wanted to be in the church world, but one foot was still very much living in the world. But I knew that she loved and accepted me and she saw something in me that was better than what I was currently like walking out. And so I just want that to be an encouragement to us, not to put ourselves in environments that would be tempting to us, um, but more so to love people inside of what they're going through and through the love of Christ and through giving the same grace to them that Christ has given to us, allowing them To recognize that there is a better option because just like this guy was saying, he was like, oh, this is just small town life. This is just what people do. This is all there is for me. And so I think it's our job as Christians not to be judgmental, but to live in a way that shows people that there is a better option way that there is more joy to be found that there is a life full and abundant of god's grace and his mercy and his peace and his joy and that the things of this world like like he said he became the person that he once despised and that's what sin will do it will make us into the person that we once despised and so it's our job to be the light here on earth and We've said this before, but I heard this recently where it was um, someone saying who is an atheist. He's like, yeah, I have friends who are Christians, but they don't, you know, it's not like they're any different than I am. Y'all, we have to be different. Our life has to be different. We need to live in a way that makes unbelievers question why they don't believe we need to live in a way that says, oh man, I want to serve the God that they serve because I see their joy inside of hard circumstances. I see the peace that makes no sense. I see the contentment that they have, even though they might not have everything that this world has to offer. And so I do think it is a call up for us to love better and to see people through the lens that Jesus sees them.
0: Yeah, um, and I really want the emphasis to be on the call up because I know that there can be a bad, like, or rap in the Christian community where people outside the community will feel like we think we're better than them. Yeah. And that's not the case. That's not how we want to cough. That's not the way we want to portray ourselves. Right. We don't want to come off as if we're better than people. We want to remind them of how special they are. Right. And how great of a life they can live. Mm-hmm. We want to remind them of how, how much God loves them. Right. You know, and so it's reminding them of how the goodness in them. Yeah. And so that's what it's all about. Amen. And um, that way, when they do look in the mirror... Mm-hmm. They see someone who they're really like, man, I really like who I'm becoming. Yeah. Amen. Want to praise that own?
1: I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we first and foremost thank you for your incredible rescuing grace, God. A grace that we don't deserve, but we get to walk in and live in and celebrate every single day, God. We thank you for what Jesus did on the cross, that he died when we were still sinners Father that we could never live in a way that would earn your grace God but we get to live from that grace and we get to share that same grace with the hurting and the broken Father so I pray that you give us eyes to see that you give us ears to hear that you would show us how we can love people better please Father just open up opportunities for us to love on the broken today For them to understand your love better through how we love them as the church. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God.
0: Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: the Zane.